We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. We love the same music, believe it or not. Beautiful love songs, love classic melodies. It seemed to me that I was hearing a voice of God. In terms of lyrical craftsmanship, sheer songwriting, this album hits a new peak of professionalism. These stories are beautiful. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Let me tell you what like a virgin said. Fuck you, man. If you don't like my fucking music, get your own fucking cab. Entire song. It's a metaphor for big dicks. Not did you know that Whitney Houston's debut LP had four number one singles on it? Do you know that you're insane? You can have a hundred people in the room that are watching you and 99 don't believe in you and one does. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, the message is only there for the people who are meant to find it. Cool, like adventures, you gotta be people and all this. It's sort of like an adventure, a big adventure. It's fun. Hello, Dominic Lewis. How are we doing? Hi, good. How are you? I'm amazing. So thanks to the quarantine, we are doing our first remote recording of the Andy O Show. Um, yeah. I was a little hesitant to do it at first, but now we're here and we've got it working and we're going to we're going to rock it. So we're going to go. So yeah, let's do I'm happy it. to be a part of this innovation. You yeah, know? I'm glad that you are the first remote recording. I am, too. Um, how did we meet? First of all, I don't even remember how we met. Oh, do you remember how we met? Um. Was it? Has it been a year? I don't even know if it's been a year. It has. So there's some mess around <laughs> how we met. But I think we met because of Jules passing. Oh wow! Um, I think it was like Rocco's, like because um, one of That's my right. friends, Daniel, had started talking to Albie, and like so our groups were kind of like merging. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like I first met you at Rocco's. Um, and then we just had a friendship. <laughs> That's weird how, like, sometimes, like, something, like, so, like, someone passing away, like, you meet them at a funeral or, like, whatever, and it can bring people together from that. It's like new life can spring from, like, past life, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I really judge, like, friends based on who they hang around with. And, like, like Jules especially. Like, Jules is an amazing person. And so, yeah. like, anyone yeah, he, he was. was friends with, I'm absolutely willing to give a shot to you know like it's very much um i know he was a good judge of character and right. yeah some of my best like ryan his uh boyfriend is one of my closest friends and yeah i'm sure he will be yeah years years on yeah ryan ryan's good ryan's good people too yeah um so what when did you even move to LA? I don't think you ever talked about when you moved to LA. Maybe you did because I forgot because I'm like super forgetful. But like, yeah. um, you're like, yeah, I know you're super forgetful. <laughs> We've talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so round six. No. Um, so I was. I grew up in Vegas, born and raised, and um, uh, it's a big convention city. And so I found myself as a brand ambassador, which is like. When you're hot, like you could no, um, but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but um, is that in your job description? Is you yeah, to be it was, hot? that's the first one. Yeah, it's like hot second college degree. No, um, and so we were. Um, I was brain ambassador, brain ambassadoring um, for like LG and HP, and then I kind of I'm like very much a people person. I'll also like push boundaries. So like. I like befriended one of the girls I was working for who worked for the agency that had hired us. And she, her and I are still best friends because she became my colleague, but we 
got really close and she kind of brought me beyond that brand ambassador role. Yeah. Um, and I became a PA. And so then every time they came to Vegas, I was their production assistant. And that was super helpful because I knew Vegas like the back of my hand. So they'd be like, oh no, I need this. And in events, like your needs are literally so crazy. Like things go wrong, things things happen. Your job, you're a firefighter essentially. And um, yeah, so I knew it. Like, it's back fun though, isn't so it? Was, yeah. Like it's events? definitely like, I feel like it ages you very quickly because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of the hours and all of that. But um, yeah, super fun. And I really did enjoy it. And so I was able to excel because like, I also knew Vegas and could really just be yeah. that answer for them. Um, it's and like my crazy. work ethic and stuff. Um, and wait, did you grow? You didn't grow up in Vegas. Did you grow up in Vegas? I did grow up in Vegas. I grew mm-hmm. up on Nellis Air Force Base to a single um, Air Force lady. Um, a single, single mother, Air Force yeah. lady. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we're like a single wait, mother. So, wait, wait, um, wait. What was the biggest event event you ever did? I forget. I know you told me this. Biggest event I've done in my career, uh, probably Coachella. <laughs> probably coordinating and planning uh, the so... entire sponsorship of the HP and um, Coachella sponsorship uh, and partnership, along with like drone shows and just like little things like that. <laughs> I'm so bummed Coachella got canceled. Well, it got postponed. Well, is it ever going to be the same as the Coachella of the summer? Here's the thing. So. Coachella gets cold as at night, and obviously, like during the day, it's hot. So I'm wearing this like cute but kind of skimpy outfit. We're wearing shorts that are definitely above the knee, <laughs> um, as they should. And be. then, yeah, and then as the <laughs> sun goes down, the wind in the desert picks up. It becomes absolutely freezing. Okay, so uh, you're so saying you're going to wear Ugg boots? Yeah, yeah no, I'm for sure going to. Eskimo chic, <laughs> this Coachella. So no, yeah. so no mesh, no, 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 no short mesh. Shirt, We're go no short full, shorts. Full parka. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the set list is going to be the same? I don't know. I think a lot of artists are going to back out. I wasn't super impressed with the set list this year. Last I year was either. iconic as fuck. Yeah. So I've gone for work the past three years and I've been super grateful for that. And literally the past three years have like killed, just absolutely yeah. slayed. Gaga who replaced Beyonce, then Beyonce, which is literally the definition of iconic. And, and you had Ari then and Ariana Lizzo. Grande. Yeah. And yeah, and Lizzo. I definitely watched Lizzo both weekends, which also a perk of going both weekends. A lot of artists do kind of switch it up, especially main stage like headliners. Like Ariana Grande's sets weekend one, weekend two were completely different. Yeah. Um, her only guest weekend two was Justin Bieber. Um and weekend one. Um his new like album is not that good. I didn't even know it released an album, so good to know. <laughs> um I'll have to check it out. Uh and yeah, like weekend one, Ariana Grande had like Nicki Minaj and InSync and she had like Boys to Men or something. Like yeah, she had like yeah. everyone and their mom. And then weekend two. But also with that, you get to see the progression like I would say that Ariana Grande wasn't ready weekend one. Like, her breaks between numbers were, like, six minutes long. You're like, is this over? She's performed one song. Cause, you, like, why do you think that happens? Do you think she gets, like, nervous and shit no, like that? No, that's or? for sure, like, technical difficulties on 
like the tech side of things. Like imagine you go out on the stage and you can't hear yourself, like your monitor's not working or something like that, and you just have to like yeah. run with it in front of like, Yo, yeah, millions of people. Yeah, of course. Of I mean, people. that's like also a lot of artists like you, especially like people that have had like multiple generations, like um, regarding like albums and releases, like you have so much discography that like, yeah, like, like Tori Kelly is known for like not knowing her lyrics. Like she always flubs on her lyrics and yeah. Like, well, if you have know, like, you're putting on the spot 30, 40 just songs. like that. Yeah. And like, I totally get it. Like that Ariana Grande Nicki Minaj moment. I, could, so, I can't even so remember <laughs> the lyrics to Doja Cat's new song boss bitch or whatever and i like literally had the lyrics right in front of me and i can't remember them um but no i like i'm sure it is troublesome for them but like i watched the compilations of like ariana grande's tour like where she like messes up where like she'll be dancing and like throw the mic and like (laughs) she'll be like oh my god i'm so sorry you guys (laughs) like or like her mic pack will fall out or like her necklace will get caught on her jacket like you kind of, you deal with these things, like, it's yeah. show business, you know? So, like, the show must go on, but, yeah, it definitely makes things interesting sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta roll with the punches and make it work. Um, I mean, yeah. like, a, a lot of, I feel like, perf- I feel like live performances now really take a toll on artists. Like, it, it, it beats your body up. Like, it, it's hard on you. Yeah. Like, it's really Yeah, stressful. especially depending on, like, frequency of shows and, like, like, smaller artists usually, like, take a tour bus and they're on the tour bus the entire time large artists usually are flying around they're not taking a tour bus like ariana grande is not riding around on a tour bus anymore but when she started she might have been like a, a betty who or someone is on a tour bus riding around and not like yeah. think about it like we're in isolation right now like think about that like confinement on a bus like i'm sure these are not <laughs> School buses, like, these are definitely kind of luxe buses, but still, like, I would go crazy. A lot of artists are hurting right now because their sole income was from... Touring. Touring, and they can't tour. So it's like, what are they going to do, you know? Like, that's rough. And I know, like, there were a lot of artists that were going to start out. Like, this was their breakout year. They had a bunch of performances lined up. Like, and now all that shit was canceled, and so they've just, like... It's it's rough. It's tough, man. But yeah, I mean, if only streaming in more than like uh, four thousandth of a penny or whatever. But um, yeah, no, absolutely. Like touring is so important. Um, but it's it's been cool to see like a lot of these artists like Instagram living. So like Tori Kelly, who I'm obsessed with, has been like on this like marathon of Instagram living, and so she, of course, is a very well-respected vocalist and she's friends with a lot of other very well-respected vocalists emphasis on vocalists so like not halsey and stuff but like oh my um, god get out i cannot with your fucking halsey <laughs> um, um but um what did you want to show me you want to show me been, something by tori kelly right you want to show me her oh she did you want to show me her instagram live right yeah so it was just i i sent andy a link um so it there's like multiple parts to why I sent that. Number one, um, I think it's really cool that these artists are kind of collaborating with people that they wouldn't like, whether the record label wouldn't allow it or whatever, like they're collaborating with these people via Instagram live. So like Tori Kelly went live with Jojo, which is like in every comment of every video of either of theirs. It's like Tori Kelly, Jojo, Jesse J of this generation are like our vocalists, you know? And 
that was literally like people were going insane. Like I lost my shit when I got that notification that said Tori Kelly is going live with I am Jojo. And I was like, (laughs) um, and then following that, she went live with Jesse J and I also lost my shit. Um, so it's like these people, everyone's confined and these opportunities are kind of arising and hopefully this is sparking conversation and hopefully I'll see a Tori Kelly or Jesse J album with a collab. Maybe um, the new bang bang will be Tori Kelly, <laughs> Jesse J Jojo. Who knows? I hope so. Cause that's one of I my do favorite too. songs. Um, I want to play it for, I want to play it uh, and then we can talk about it some more. Um, so I'm going to play Tori Kelly's Holy Sunday Instagram live. Um, let's do it. More than with my words or with a song. No, it's not been easy to live life down on my knees. But with faith I know I'll live in. There is more to see than with my eyes. But fear sometimes can leave me paralyzed. I realize that I'm not in control. Yet it is well with my
Okay, that was beautiful. Like, yeah. So here is here's the thing. Okay, I give that Halsey hate. I think Halsey releases good boppable music, but what I enjoy is vocalists, and I always enjoy vocalists. Like I, there are people that love beats. There are people that love lyrics. I love vocalists. Like I love vocals. And I don't think you always need to be doing like she was very much in her moment and stuff. And also that was religious, which I am not religious, but I do oftentimes listen to religious music because of the fact that these people are singing down. Like they are singing because they get into it and they're singing for what they believe in all of that. Um, So I oftentimes, yeah, not being religious at all. Believe me, if I walked into a church, (laughs) flames, Uh, but (laughs) an explosion um, but no she was feeling these, it that was soul they get lost in it yeah. yeah and that is when like the artistry really comes out so like just breaking down that like her dynamics her agility her tone her tone is out of this world she flubbed on lyrics which is really funny that we literally mentioned that and she flubbed on the lyrics um but I've like, like, it's all right. That's just a, yeah, of course. It, the the lyric doesn't matter because I felt something, even though yeah. she flubbed the lyrics, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. I, I agree with you. I see what you're saying. Like there's a difference between like a lyricist mm-hmm. and somebody that can write a pop song and someone that can like go out and destroy. And yeah. like, I think nowadays with technology, like anybody can sound good, right? Like, you don't have to have a good voice to produce like a billboard chart record. Right. Um, Whereas like before you had to be like an Aretha Franklin, a a, a, uh, Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey or whatever. You had to have really powerful vocals, but like, don't you also think that, you know, there's different strokes for different folks? Like, oh, of course. Like, like Mariah Carey and variety. Britney Spears, right? Like, they were big, are like, roughly mm-hmm. the same time period. Britney Spears, like, iconic, right? Not the most amazing voice, right? Mariah mm-hmm. Carey... That is an understatement, but yes. Right, okay, well, I'm trying to be generous, but, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Mariah Carey, one the of the vo- best voices yeah. of all time, of right? Course. So Part of the vocal trinity, of course, yeah. Right, we we can appreciate both of those things, yeah. right? So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like I listen to a a very wide variety. Yeah. I listen to vocalists because I love that, and so like I do oftentimes. Like, I have Spotify, um, but I have YouTube Premium, so that I can create playlists, download them, and play them as if they were a streaming service. Yeah, because I like listening to live musicians because that's the true test. There are some of these girls, and that's the thing, they're not, they're not claiming to be that, you know? Right. Some of these pop girls could not do what this girl just did. No. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. They wouldn't dare hit that go live button. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, well, she, she just recorded that with her, her headphones. She, like normal, yeah, she like has these good old headphones, headphones in. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just chilling. <laughs> she's just chilling. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. need a ton of shit to make something good like if you just focus on the content and what you're creating and you just do it like Mm -hmm. i think sometimes we get distracted by oh i have to have this microphone and this speaker system and this lighting setup and this like whatever like or yeah i mean that's where like 
talent, I guess, does kind of shine through in situations like that. Cause like, that's like when I lived back in LA, like, cause I've moved. Um, yeah, my favorite thing now. was to go to like hotel cafe. And when I first, first moved to LA the first time I was 19 years old and I had the like singer of the W at the jazz night, uh, at the W Hollywood. Um, she would walk me in cause I was underage, but she knew that I appreciated the music and she knew that I like just, yeah. Like I had like, Wait, this who, admiration who for it. Her name's Nikki Leonti. She used to okay. run the, um, or she used to run it. She's like the bouncer, the general manager. She <laughs> was the singer, the lead singer of this yeah. jazz night at the W Hollywood. Um, and yeah, she would walk me in until like security learned, like got to know who I was, and then they'd be like, "Yeah, okay," because I was nineteen. Oh, there's the and... Dominic. There he is. Yeah. There... <laughs> hey, <laughs> I know you. I see the flask. You're good. Um, but yeah, and so like that was when I first moved to LA. I was nineteen years old. I moved there after graduating. What from was that like when you first moved there to LA? It was. Here's the thing. I'm an extrovert, so I can talk to anyone that I know, literally no fear at all. Like, it can be an awkward situation. Those I thrive in, because I don't create it, although I can kind of add to it sometimes for fun. Like, oh, I think you it's do like, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so it was, it was interesting. So I, yeah. a lot of my high school, um, I'm sorry, colleagues, yeah, classmates and stuff, they, we're going for like modeling or cause I went to performing arts high school. So they're going for like trying to be dancers, video vixens, who, who knows? Um, and do comedy and stuff. And I, I mean, I'm funny. We all know. Um, and, <laughs> but I, I moved there not having any intention of doing anything. I was working at Starbucks when I was in high school. So I just transferred out there. Um, so you and, started out working at Starbucks when you first moved to LA, right? Yeah. My first job was Starbucks. So I was, yeah. when I moved to, I was working here for what three years for my sophomore year and by the time i moved there i was an assistant store manager um did you go working your way up that's that's been my life you know um and i moved there okay well real quick this is something that i witnessed personally and i witnessed a lot of people go through this too there's this like honeymoon honeymoon phase when you go to LA for the first time, when you move there for the first time, you're all wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. And there's just, at some point, everybody goes through this where they become, I don't know, kind of jaded or at, at the worst end of the spectrum, they become maybe like cynical or something. Um, do you think, when do you think that happened for you? Like, I don't think I was cynical leaving. So the reason I left LA the first time was because of a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the experience at W. Josney, I was welcomed into a, a friend group that is now doing some really great things. So, like, this friend group consisted of, like, like Vincent, who I know you've talked about prior. Like, Love Vincent. Um, Matt Bloyd, Aaron Encinas, Luke Edgemon. Like, these were all singers that kind of, they're kind of like a part of the singing group. Like, if you're in L.A., you kind of, like, you know who at least one of them are. They sing like at Hotel Cafe and things like that. They're releasing their own music. They're doing their own thing. But like, they all kind of not got their start, but they like, they at a moment in time sang background vocals at the Jazz Night. The Jazz Night was a place to be. Prince would pop up. I, I, I've witnessed Prince pop up 
and no play way. guitar. Really? Stevie Wonder, um, Jesse J, which what a millennial I freaked the fuck out over Jesse J compared to the other I two. I would have lost my mind. That must have been awesome. Yeah, it, I mean super cool. Like that that jazz night used to be the place to be. Like when I think it was Kylie Jenner, Kendall, and like the Jonas Brothers were like there was like a rumor that they were dating. They were both there and they were like sitting and on couches that were like separate. Like it was very much that thing. Like I'm quoted in like an e magazine for saying <laughs> that Audrina Patridge was with um uh ryan cabrera like i tweeted about it leaving the fucking place and someone from e-news like dm'd me on twitter and was like hey can we use your story we don't have to use your name and i was like yeah of course like they were there they were all cuddled up um so i'm messy (laughs) message of yeah moral of the story (laughs) but um that literally that jazz night was kind of what provided me home and family so i moved there like family life hasn't always been great or whatever and i moved there with not i didn't have a focus so my time wasn't consumed yeah but i've always had a love for music and so i was able to go there so it happened every sunday night and what i would do is i would get off work at um starbucks early so like because i made the schedule i was the assistant manager so i would get off work early i would go to some shop and purchase a i'm like crazy about patterns we love a statement i would buy like a new button down short sleeve pattern some pattern shirt for jazz night and that was my thing like i would i would turn these little looks i love that (laughs) but i would also get my life but also i was so welcome so like when i first went in there they were like number one who's this child because the way the W Hollywood is set up is there's this like winding staircase that's super grand and to the like little side of things, there's this little area that you can perfectly watch. And that was like the artist area. So she would walk me over there, have a seat reserved for me and sit me down and then go to like prep for the show. And so people were like, who the f like she's walking him in number one, but number two, he doesn't, I don't, we, none of us know him. Who is this person? Um, and sometimes there'd be like young performers that were underage, but would come in to perform. Yeah. And I wasn't that. So I, I'm sure like weekend one, they're like, okay, like maybe he'll perform. I don't get up. And they're like, wait a second. Like who, who is this bitch coming yeah. in here? Like, what? yeah. Yeah. Um, and so finally, like some of them like started talking to me and obviously I'm an extrovert. So yeah, I would make comments and stuff. And, um, just that experience I think was like super pivotal and I had already loved music, but it was really like it provided that music provided like a home for me. A really close family community yeah, sort of thing. Um, it's, it's hard. Cause like, like when you're gay and stuff, a lot of the times for a lot of gay people, their families aren't really there in the way like normal families are. And yeah. so we have to sort of create our own families. Yeah. We have to find our own community. Which, Which is I tough, mean, but I think is also kind of cool because yeah. we get to pick, you know? So It's tough. There are days that I'm like, oh, I wish I had a relationship with my mom. But then I'm yeah. like, I got to pick. <laughs> like, I got, yeah. I got first choice at who I decided was, my, who were my friends and family. And yeah. You're like, I got to yeah. pick Nikki. Like, exactly. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> she chose me. So I was responding to, like, her Instagram posts. Like, oh, okay. this was pre- way before stories. This was, like when we had like six filters you oh know? my um, god and i had just loved her singing i had found her through shoshana bean who i'm sure we'll get to in this podcast oh, I um, love shoshana bean. but um 
she had responded because I was like, oh, because I worked at the Starbucks that's connected to the W Hollywood. So I was like, come in before the show. Like, I'll hook you up with a drink, whatever. Like, I, I'm such a big fan. So I was like on my lunch one shift and they're like, some lady's here to talk to you. I'm like, who the f-? Like, I don't know anyone here in LA. Who is here to talk to me? That was like customer complaining. And I walked out and my jaw like on the floor. <laughs> like, clean up on aisle 10, like jaw on the floor, freaking out. And she's like, hey, like, and I was like, I'm 19, I can't go. Because oh, she was like, yeah, she's like, oh my God, come to the show. And I was like, I'm 19, I can't go. And she's like, okay, well, still come, I'll walk you in. And I was like, <gasps> and so I like called my store manager because like I was running the shift and she's like, yeah, go. Like the shift can lock up, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I run, get my shirt, go. And yeah, that was the start of like a lot of connections and friends that I have like to this day. And like, it, yeah, I'm super good. There's also songs that she would perform on a weekly basis that like, like that song Happy by Pharrell, everyone fucking hates because it was so overplayed. But she would perform that song almost weekly. But because of like the emotional connection, it doesn't get old to me. Right. I could listen to that song on repeat. I've never watched a Minions movie. And I could, right. yeah, like it's fine because I, I have that connection. Yeah. That's really, that's really awesome. Like yeah. it's weird because like you probably, like, you probably never would have thought that you would be in that place mm-hmm. if you went back like 10 years. Yeah, right? exactly. It just sort of happened like naturally, like you put some work in, but like it just happened. Right. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Like, yeah. and I think that's important for people to remember, like right now with everything that's going on, like it's not always easy to, you can't always pl- like plot the dots going forward or know the path going forward. Yeah. But when you look back, you can see, oh, like this led to this, which mm-hmm. led to this, which led to this. Yeah. And you just sort of have to like trust in whatever is going to happen and just do your best and know that it's all going to work out. Yeah. I mean, that's where I like when it comes to relationships, I feel like a lot of people look at like, oh, they've got baggage. But like that baggage is your history. That baggage is your experience. That baggage is what formed you into the person you are. Well, OK, look, this is the thing, like. Everybody has baggage, but people get turned off and scared off by baggage as soon. Like, there's this phase what happens when you get in a relationship where you're, like, first getting to know someone. And it's, like, that wall comes, like, you see behind the veil for the first time. Like, you see behind the the mask or the wall that everybody puts up to, like, fit into society. And it's, like, once a lot of people, what happens is when they see behind that veil the first time, they, like, like, they get scared off, like, instantly. Mm -hmm. Like, they run away instantly. It's, like, okay. When you go through hardship, when you go through struggle, it builds your character. Like, it makes you a better person. And it it gives you perspective, you know? Like, if you, like, got kicked out of your house because you were gay when you were growing up and your family didn't accept you and they hated you and you had to, like, start, like, you had to start couch surfing for a little bit and then you started at a job at McDonald's or Starbucks or, like, whatever you had to do to pay the bills... Like somebody texting, like somebody who's on their phone and texting, like when they're first talking to you for like one minute or like five seconds is not a big deal, right? Because like in in the big grand scheme of things, like it's not too good of an analogy what I what I'm trying to say, but like it it makes 
Like I can tell when somebody hasn't been through a lot when they make a big deal out of really small and like petty things. Yeah. You know? Cause I mean, all of those things like lead up to almost like an understanding and like, I guess, um, a level of like gratitude. Cause like, yeah. You learn, I don't know, that's where, like, I guess kind of, like, um, awareness comes in, is, like, mm-hmm. you learn that your situation's not the worst. Right. And that sometimes in the moment it does seem like it, but, like, be grateful. Like, there, there was some light shining on the right. situation, right. even though it may not have seemed like it, whatever. Like, it's all a learning experience, I guess. And, right. yeah, I, I pride myself on my baggage. I have baggage, yeah, right. I do. Um, but I also... And fucking awesome, and that baggage <laughs> has created me that to awesomeness. Be, yeah, it exactly. has created the yeah. awesomeness. And they Pe- fly people- first class, so I can check through that. <laughs> <laughs> no, people that don't haven't been through shit are usually they don't. There's not much below the surface. So there's a there's- problem we hate to face, but we face. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay, so. Um, I want to play one of these Shosana Bean songs that you sent me. Um, I really fell in love with her after we you showed me her live yeah. performance when we went yeah. that one time. That was really beautiful. Yeah, so I brought Andy um, on a um, friendship. <laughs> um, we hung we went out. To a concert, we went to a concert. And it was me, which was also like a point of vulnerability because yeah shoshana bean of all artists like is no exaggeration my favorite artist like i would place her above literally anyone that i have heard i think and i i am very very black and white about these things like like i love ariana grande she's not one of the greatest vocalists of our generation Uh oh. i do Uh think that shoshana bean is one of the greatest vocalists of our generation the ari fans are going to come for you that's it well, Shoshana Bean is, I think, like, Ari's godmother or something like that. Really? And they have, like, videos of them. Yeah, they have videos of them singing uh, Jason and Robert Brown together because they're, like, both really close to them. Oh, wow. And apparently also really close, if, they're, if that's true, <laughs> that, they're god, that that's her godmother. Yeah. But yeah, um, I fell in love with Shoshana Bean when I was in high school. She was Alphaba after Adina Menzel, so she was the second Alphaba. She was then also in Hairspray and... Um, Godspell. I love Wicked. And Wicked is, is really good. just a vocalist. What she was known for was she has a very jazzy kind of voice and can riff the house down boots. <laughs> well, I could um, feel her soul in every single song that she performed. Yeah. Like it was palpable in the room. So. Sorry, my bartender just went. <laughs> oh my God, you have a bartender? I'm jealous. Okay. Oh, that's really good. We're gonna play. We're gonna play a, a drinking game later. I have a drinking Ooh, game. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> okay. <I> mean, okay. <laughs> like an alcoholic. Oh my god. I miss. I miss my my Friday or Saturday nights going out. I really. Miss I think. That. I think we all miss them. But yeah. I, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, especially you and I. We're very much extroverts. We're very much people. No pleasers. <laughs> this is extroverts like worst nightmare. Like being stuck by yourself in your house yeah. all day. It's your worst nightmare. I mean, I have friends that are introverts that are like still losing it. So <laughs> Yeah, so if the introverts are losing yeah. it, you know that that's bad. Realize we're struggling. <laughs> like, oh my god, can you imagine what it's gonna be like when the quarantine ends? 
There's just um, gonna be like I'm going <laughs> to black out one. <laughs> Number two, who knows where I'll wake up? It's gonna be no holds barred. Like we're going crazy. Everyone is so desperate for human yeah. contact that they're. It's gonna be like the Roaring Twenties. I swear to God. It's. I'm so desperate for human contact. I go to the grocery store and I like will hold eye contact with people. Just be like, <laughs> oh my like god, we that felt so good. <laughs> we went to Albertsons to get like. Uh, some booze for this occasion and the lady had to yell at me because I was like too close to this lady and I was like I just want to feel her presence like sorry COVID-19 or not um, yeah it was just very she's a strange <laughs> we're times. realizing things yeah, <laughs> that we're dependent upon interaction so Shoshana Bean she's phenomenal let's hear it out um, what are, should which we play one are you a song play? should we play a song yeah. there yeah. Which one should we play? Should we play um, Never Loved a Man? Should we play... Um, I sent him three videos. Believe me. All three to was me? In, um, so, three was a fraction, number one. She um, used to be mine. So, let's just, let me discuss them really quickly. Okay. <laughs> so, her Ain't Never Loved a Man with Amber Riley. So, Amber Riley is from Glee. Um, also a phenomenal vocalist. Shoshana Bean... Uh, did a her tour uh, and her most recent album was an 18-piece big band which I love because it's so different it's her really like it's not her sticking to status quo it's her like leaning into what she's good at and what she's good at is <laughs> she's a fucking amazing vocalist and she emotes literally every fucking note that she sings um, so that video is them just going at it it's like a really fun battle. They um, do a lot of cannons and back and forths of like matching riffs and stuff like that. I want to hear that one. Let's do the battle one, the, ul- the ultimate with oh, uh, oh, Avery. We're not done. We're not done. Avery. Oh, no, sorry. that's Avery. Amber. Okay. Avery. Avery is a, a beast. Avery Wilson. So I'm speaking about Avery Wilson is like a literal alien. Like he, I don't know. There's a computer inside of his vocal box. (laughs) The precision, the speed, the agility, like all of it, his voice is the most agile voice I've ever heard. The control is out of this world. Um, That video is sick, but it is a lot. I feel like we just played Tori Kelly, which is also very vocally a lot. That was heavy. She comes from theater. She went to CCM. Shoshana Bean, she was on Broadway, like I said, in Wicked and Godspell and Hairspray, and then had a huge lapse where she was pursuing her own careers and dreams. Sarah Bareilles approached her to take on the role of Jenna in Waitress, which is one of my favorite musicals. And she finally went back to Broadway, and we all lost our minds, but we all lost our minds also because that role is a very emotional role. That role is a very the Jenna needs to be invested. And if there's one thing you know Shoshana will be, it's invested in what she is singing. Yeah. She doesn't sing things disconnected. There's a lot of these new singers that they're great vocalists, but they're just not connected. Like you can yeah. do all the riffs and runs. I love a good riff. I love a good run. No, you can we love feel agility. It. When, you when need an to artist feel it. Exactly. is singing from their soul, you can feel it. Like even if you're not watching them, even if you yeah. just hear the music, you can feel it in the music. It's there. It's it's a something human. Like you can't quantify it. 
Yeah. And so Jenna was like that role. Like it was like really the perfect role for her to come back in. So the video I sent Andy is her in Bryant Park. So Bryant Park um, hosts, um, it's like, I think it's like Broadway and Bryant Park. I'm not sure what the actual thing is called, but um, the Broadway shows that are currently performing um, on Broadway will perform a couple numbers from their show and people can attend. And in the video, you see like, behind the stage like people just walking by in their regular new york life nothing new just some broadway singers absolutely what's the name of the video in case it's the wants to it? um is it the um she used to be mine it's she used um, to be mine okay. yeah it's shoshana bean singing she used to be mine in okay bryant park let's let's play that i want to yeah. play that right now in a skip second, like so to maybe middle middle ish yeah so okay. we can hear some of the build and then go into the, the depth of it, the emotion. It's not simple to sleep. Already I'm in the text. And cars out a person makes you believe it's all true. And I got you. You're not what I asked for. If I'm honest, I know I would give it all back for the chance to start over and rewrite an ending or two for that girl. Cried. I didn't cry this time by no, I almost saw it. You almost did. I almost saw you cry. I was like, damn. So the story, obviously, because this is taken out of context, even though I feel like we all still felt it, is Jenna is a waitress at a pie shop. So that's where a lot of these pie double entendres were coming mm-hmm. from. But she got pregnant via rape by her husband. So damn. heavy, very heavy material. But yeah, it's real. she didn't love him and he was abusive. 
And what she was trying to do was save money, so she would secretly hide money in her, um, like in the cushions of their couch, and so that she could enter this pie competition, win a bunch of money, and escape and have a better life for her and her daughter via rape. Like she became pregnant, yeah. And he finds the money, and then so the beginning of that song is spoken, and she's basically like. Telling, she's speaking to her child um, about how. Mm, not gonna happen. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's such a good musical. Um, woo, uh, Did you almost do spoilers? I just, no, I just almost literally started sobbing. <laughs> I just oh almost started crying. Um, it's it's okay. basically about it's right. she's talking to her child about how that opportunity is gone. Okay. And so she's gonna have to like live like this right. further. Right. Um, That's heavy. Yeah, so I saw her on Broadway three times <laughs> uh, in that role. I love Shoshana Bean. I see her, and I've been obsessed with her since high school. Um, luckily, I am now like an acquaintance with like I have her number. She has my number. We we definitely like right. text every now and then. I have a tattoo of her thirty P on my arm. Right. Um, it's a great tattoo. But she is such a pillar of strength, and it's gotten me through so much. Yeah. But um, music is like that. The certain yeah. artists, they sort of resonate with you. It's like they reach behind that mask that you show the world and they just know you. They get you. They yeah. can feel you and they can help you express emotions that you don't even have the words to express. Yeah. And it's like that's who they are. And they'll be that way forever. Yeah. So, there are definitely songs that covers or her own songs that she's sung and now she knows which songs are like my triggers so if she's aware that i'm in the audience sometimes that will be god <laughs> the playlist and then i'll be sobbing um in the audience uh but well i remember when you and i went to see her <laughs> and she know i saw when she looked to you in the audience and she like did like a little like yeah, hit nod to it so um i remember that yeah, they're definitely those songs. But I, 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 I kind of wonder whenever like an artist sing, like whenever they perform and they put that much of their soul into the performance, like Shoshana Bean does. A lot of artists have to do this, but like for her, for example, I wonder if they ever like, um, if it's hard to do that, you know, like if you ever, yeah. if once the well has run dry, so to speak, like it, it must be really exhausting. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure it's taxing. So like, I'm sure each artist has songs that they've written that have like emotional values. So, like Shoshana Bean has had an interesting life. So she, when she was on Broadway, she had a boyfriend that was killed in a car accident, um, like super abruptly. And she wrote a song called One um, Sixteenth Street. And the song is so emotional. And it's about how, She's basically singing about how their apartment and like what they used to do around that apartment is not the same anymore. Yeah. And it's very much like every time she would sing it after she released it, she would always break down. Mm. And so she does, she sings that song very choosing, like she's very, it's sacred. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's not a song she's just gonna. Like with Cynthia Riva, who's another Broadway star, like she, the color purple, she won a Tony. She sang, um, yep, the song from the song, <laughs> the song from that musical. <laughs> but 
Um, she said like people would try to hire her for like conferences and stuff like that to sing that song, but it was so emotionally taxing because she would, especially when you're acting, like she would connect with this character, Celie, and it would be like going through what this is. And if anyone's familiar with color purple, it is a taxing journey. And to be able to like, really like go back into that multiple times yeah Yeah. like it's i can only why don't you work on broadway why don't you work in broadway because it's not lucrative oh my god (laughs) believe i live vicariously vicariously through my friends so i have many friends that are in music and i have a lot of friends that are like on broadway and stuff but i like i live just vicariously you would do such a good job in that industry though you would do such a good job. I used to sing. I used to sing opera. <laughs> but I don't... Where I don't know is the Spotify? Song. Give us the Spotify. <laughs> Give us the Spotify. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like That's why I also like love vocals, because I understand vocals. Mm-hmm. So like that's the thing. Like Someone can listen to like what we played Tori Kelly or what we just played for Shoshana Bean, and there's, there's layers to it. And right. there are certain layers that are very scratching so, the surface. So uh, Mariah or Whitney right now, make a decision. Whitney. Yeah. Easy peasy. Why? Easy peasy. Why? I, it's weird. So I have friends and obvi- I feel like everyone is like, I don't know, like Whitney stands, like the Lamely, <laughs> um, Mariah's fan base, the Lambs oh, okay. are buck wild crazy they will show up to your house if you tweet bad about her and kill you that is true um, all the but Mariah, that's all the thing the i've never i think she w- is a great singer i'm not gonna say was i think she is a great singer i i can hear that here's the thing Here, here's the thing <laughs> let's really break this down she used to sing she used to i don't want to say over sing but she, her, each of her songs was like girl, this is a gymnastics routine. Like, she was so talented, she would go, 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 go. And, like, one of our friends, Blake, he is... Mariah is... He probably has a shrine in his closet. And he lives by her. So he shows me videos and we'll play songs, like, we'll trade off or whatever. And he played a song that was on, like, one of her holiday albums. And, like, halfway through, I'm like, she's still going? Like, this is tiring. Like, she's Mm, all these tricks and acrobatics. And she was singing at, like, 110%. And that will, doing that consistently, do damage. And it's just something that will happen, you know? Right. Um, And I I think that damage came from that. She was just, like, it's not, she's not a bad singer. She's a great singer. And I think certain aspects are coming. She just did that live on, I think, iHeartRadio. And that whistle tone was there. Right. Undeniably, the whistle tone was there. Was she the first one to do the whistle tone? No. Minnie Ripperton. I don't think Minnie Ripperton was the first one. But Minnie Ripperton has like that pop, song. Like pop? Like mainstream pop? Like not Broadway or opera or anything? Minnie Ripperton was, I think she's like R&B disco. Hmm. Um, but there's that song that... I cannot name off the top of my head, but it's it's like a very famous whistle tone that people like yeah. will try to imitate. But Mariah Carey whistle tones, and so does Shoshana Bean, and that is where I also fell in love with her. Shoshana Bean has a sick whistle tone. 
It has kind of gone with the times, which (laughs) they usually do. Um, It is very taxing on your vocal cords, but sick. I I just love, I love the performance of, I'm Whitney all the way. Mm. I'm Whitney. I'm in love with Whitney. Like she, it's like one of the, I feel like Whitney is my Shoshana for you. Like Mm -hmm. she, I feel like there's a soul bond between her and I. So like, she just gets me in a lot of ways. So I love the performance with her and Mariah Carey where they do when you believe Ugh. that and the, there's that live performance. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. And I can't imagine the, being I think it was at the Grammys, yeah. Academy Awards and then it was for the Prince of Egypt. Um but like I can't imagine being like um that's only cuz I have it in front of me by the way. Otherwise I would not be able to remember cuz I have a terrible <laughs> like, memory. The VMAs <laughs> for the Grammys. Anyway, um, <laughs> I can't imagine what it was like being Mariah Carey getting to perform with Whitney Houston. Like, oh, I'm sure, yeah, like out of this world, yeah, like truly, that experience is insane. And like, funny enough, that's what so when JoJo was on Tori Kelly's live stream, they sang that song. Did they really? Yeah, they did, oh, and okay. it was definitely difficult because you can't. <laughs> there's like a delay when you're on live stream. Uh-huh. Um, and so they just had to sing it very separately. There was no harmonizations or some of that. Wow. But what was interesting is like, um, so like Tori Kelly has a lighter voice, um, I would say. So she should have taken Mariah Carey's part, but right. they swapped it. Mm. And it was just great. I don't know. It just showed versatility. It was also great. And I also love when artists can like make songs their own. Right. And yeah, if you can cover a song by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston, <laughs> I think you're set in my you're vocal set. book. Yeah, you you're, good. you're good. You're you good. Yeah. You're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay, I want to play the drinking game. Okay, are you ready what it is? Okay. okay. Um, so this is how it's going to start off. Okay. So I'm going to play a song. Okay. And you have to guess the artist of the song that I'm going to play. Okay. And if you get it right, I have to take a shot. And if you get it wrong, you have to take a shot. Okay, well, that is so great because I have this little bottle of Casamigos oh right my here. God. <laughs> she came prepared. Okay. But I am a bitch and I do have chasers. Well. <laughs> okay. Oh no, I'm actually scared because who knows how like crazy you got. Okay. Okay, I'll give you um, two hints. Okay. Ooh, okay. That's a lot. How hard is this going to be? Oh my the god. The first hint is not really a hint. The second well, don't give me a hint. Yeah, let me hear it first and then. No, no, you have to. I'm not going to play it because as soon as I play it, you're going to know what it is. Oh, so you wait, have to I... guess it. Oh, so you give. I'm going to give you a hint for and me. Then you... guess. Okay, okay. And then I'm going to play it. Okay. Okay. So. Um... This better be good hints, Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Um, okay, so. It's a live performance. Okay. Of. Okay, that's the first hint. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what I meant. The first hint is not really. Of hint. the okay. million, <laughs> million live performances. Okay. It's a live version of a stripped version of a song. So it's a stripped live version. So still millions. Okay. Okay, great. So we got it on from billions to millions. Keep going. Um. The second hint is that it is one of my favorite stripped versions of a song. And I've told you that it, it was one of my favorites before. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now I have to pretend that I listen to you when you talk. Um, okay, so... <laughs> uh, the 
midnights. I have a shot ready. No. no. Yeah, I know. I always <laughs> give a midnights? shit about the midnights. I yeah. know it's not plural, but I will always keep it plural because I know you hate it. Um, I hate you. Okay. Um, no, you failed. So. <sighs> You okay, you don't want me to take a shot, but I will. Okay. <laughs> like, this is my it. shot glass, by the way. All right. It's a little Dude. Chicago espresso shot. Wow. Um, the Starbucks rep over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> still sponsored. Um, Can we get them to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> what's the cut? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care, honestly. <laughs> if they give me free espresso for life, I'm gold. Yeah, truth. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. take the shot. Go for it. Come take on. the shot, then you play it. And then I play it. Okay. Oh, God, I'm gonna have to pee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. That's a pro, people. All right, let's play. Are you ready? <laughs> it's gonna be obvious. I wish you could see his face when this happens. Got a boy back home in Michigan and that concludes this week's podcast. We're gonna go. It was so good to talk to all of you. Um, this is. Can you turn this off? <laughs> now we're gonna play. Go do your bathroom break. Oh, I get a bathroom break. Go. Yeah. Did I say that I had to pee? Go. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't mean to frustrate, but I always make the same mistakes. Yeah, always make the same mistakes. Cause I'm bad in love. Ooh, but you can't blame me for trying. You know I'll be lying, saying you're the one. Ooh, that could finally fix me. Looking at my history, I had a girl with California. She could really be the one this time Never got the chance to make a mind Because she fell in love A little thin white lines London girl with her attitude We never told no one But we look so cute Both got way better things to do But I always think about it When I'm riding through I believe, I believe, I believe I believe that I'm in too deep But jealousy, 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 jealousy Get the best of me Look, I don't mean to frustrate But I always make the same mistakes Yeah, always make the same mistakes Cause Take another shot. Okay, you cannot <laughs> say that she cannot sing. Tell a me, bit. she's a singer. Oh, okay, it's not like it's not like Tori Kelly, right? It's not like Shoshana Bean, but she can Here's sing. The thing. 
Seriously. Right? So like Okay, that was Halsey's Bad at Love and it was a stripped version for everybody's listening, but Yeah, for anyone that's like try to write to Spotify to block that from coming <laughs> on there. Yeah. Um No, so here's the thing. And this is where I'm like a little biased. So okay. like, okay. Kelly Clarkson just had Selena Gomez on her show. Do not compare Halsey to Kelly Clarkson. Hold, wait, oh. If you think I would ever, <laughs> they're not okay. close. They're okay. not even in the okay. same boat. Okay. Noah left right. her ass to drown. <laughs> um, okay. Kelly Clarkson had Selena Gomez on and made a comment to her about how people are expecting her to be like a Whitney Houston. When singers can have different motives, I guess, and almost like, um, not everyone's going to be a Whitney Houston, but you can still write and, um, I guess, create um, artistry that helps people. Um, I don't know who paid Kelly Clarkson to say that, because Selena Gomez can't sing at all, (laughs) so it was clearly payola, Uh but... um, I mean, that's the thing. So I'm very into natural artists that like can just sing, can strip down. I have listened to Halsey. I think it's her tone. Her tone's kind of whiny. Um, yeah, I just what don't. What if she's listening right now? If she's listening right now, <laughs> um, I think you're whiny. <laughs> and I don't listen to music. But I've got a lot of friends. So like my friend Trey, he, uh, he loves her. I love um, her. So my friend Trey loves her. <laughs> um, no, but no, like everyone loves her. I just, I'm not on the train. I missed the train. Train right. left the station and I was at Wetzel's Pretzels. The train left the station. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And right. well, so did her vocals. Um, all right. So um, I want to go into talking about Ariana Grande a little bit. Okay. Um, but before we do, um, I still have a shot of tequila here that is waiting for me. So you have. I'll to do one with up. you. You have to. I want you to come up with a drinking game for me. So I want you to okay. come up with come up with something. Okay. Um, I'm going to correctly um, order singers based on level of talent objectively. <laughs> okay. And you have to also order them in that correct objective order. You know? Ooh, I like this. Okay. Yeah. Is it how many? How many? Four artists? Three artists? Um, no, I think I'm do three. Okay. I'm gonna try to keep it non-biased. So I'm like, Shoshana Beats not gonna be in there because obviously I'd be like, Shoshana Beats second. I'm like, take the shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely like, um, okay. I'll try to keep it a little biased. So, okay, hmm, hmm, let's um, think about. While you're thinking about that, really yes. quick. Um, so there is a performance by Ariana Grande, like a live performance where she recorded herself way back in 2012, like at the beginning of her career, that I really want to play, play for all of you. Um, I think that, so she performs a song by one of my favorite artists. I'm not going to say the name yet. Hold up. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to play it and you'll know. She's full of secrets tonight. (laughs) She's got to stay mysterious, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Got to keep that mystique up. But um, no, you'll know it when you hear it. Um, It's iconic. But I think it really showcases, like, if you're a rising artist, if you're someone that's starting out, like, 
there's this sort of like imposter syndrome that happens where like you don't like you have talent and you're good and you work hard and you create good music content, but you worry that like you don't deserve it. You know, like you're Let not actually an artist. And okay? then we will resume this conversation. Okay. But anyway, this is showcasing Ariana Grande at the beginning of her career covering another artist. Okay. So here we go. Uh, oh, I know this artist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love this artist. Okay, so that is Ariana Grande performing Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap in 2012. I think we all know that song. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. Even if we can identify that song, I think we We all all know know that song. It is one of the most iconic songs of our generation. Imogen Heap is one of the most iconic behind-the-scenes artists of our generation because she's just moved, like, musically pop music forward like ariana grande she talks about how imogen heap is a huge influence for her and like a huge inspiration um she is like way ahead of the curve you listen to her music way back from like 2002 yeah it sounds like Innovative. it was made in 2010 mm-hmm. that's how far away she was like ahead of the curve so i i really i love this performance of ariana grande because like if you can go on youtube like later and look at this like I'm gonna try and put it in the feed, but if I can't figure it out, like it's just Ariana Grande hide and seek, true stereo. Yeah. She has got like this little like tiny, like shitty camera, black and white. She's got all of this like vocal effect shit on her voice. Yeah. You can barely hear her voice because she's just so like insecure about like her voice. Like she's not like she and she's tr- like she's trying so hard to imitate what Imogen Heap does in her song. Well, she I think that comes with the effects as well. Like I well, mean, yeah. with that effect, there's no working around. No, but like, like she like that's the intended purpose, you know? Right. And I she, think that's great. Right. No, it's great. It's it's really great. But she's trying to she's trying to be image and heat because that's her huge inspiration as she's developing as an artist. And you can see the progression from the beginning, right? Where like if like let's say if you're a rising artist today and you posted like so- something like this on like YouTube or Instagram right now, like the amount of trolls and like hate that would come for you. Or, like, the level of, like, insecurity around, like, oh, I, like, just have all of these, like, 
I, oh, the recording was shit. Like it wasn't good quality. Like the video quality wasn't good. The audio quality wasn't good. There were yeah. all these effects on my voice. I used auto-tune, blah, blah, blah. All these like demons inside your head just coming for you that are reinforced in the comments section. Like I, I want to point this out because it's just like you need to ignore that sort of stuff. Because like when you're first coming up as an artist, like you start with like imitating the, the people that inspire you and you love. And you're not going to start off being perfect. You're not going to start off being Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, Lizzo, Celine Dion, Shoshana Bean. You're not going to start off that way. There's a journey. And you just have to like keep moving forward. And I do forward. agree with that. But I also would say that there, what comes with artistry is the fact that you're able to make a song your own. Yeah. So if you are able to make a song your own, like that is kind of a poor example because like obviously you're not going to sing that song without that vocal effect because that vocal effect is what makes that song kind of iconic like it's very much like that you don't think you could you don't think you could do a song of you that? can for sure cover that song without it but like that yeah like i mean that song is known for that yeah. vocal effect yeah. you know what i mean um well she um she does good night and go later on off of sweetener she yeah. covers a lot, is, of people, a lot of people yeah. don't know that good night and go off of sweetener is actually a cover of good night and go by image and heat yeah and i love her cover of good night and go that's a perfect example of where she took that song and made it her own which i love that like later on in her not later on but like you know what i mean like a couple um it was later on it was later yeah, on. yeah like yeah, yeah like she's still like because Sweet, what sweetener was this. 2018 mm-hmm so this was 2012, right? So it took her four years. So like her keeping this consistent just Six influence, years. you know? Yeah. And yeah, I didn't want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah. that consistent influence, like that's great. Like a lot of artists have that, you know? And I feel like they kind of get lost in their... I feel like it is almost like maybe a team thing where like the team is like, okay, well yeah. now you're your own artist. Right. Um, but Ariana Grande has been very, I don't know. She well, like, I mean, it took her six years to go from this, which is, it's very much, she's covering a song by an artist. She hasn't made it her own until she can release an album where she feels confident to put out a song, good. I didn't go. That is her own where she can like make it her own, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it takes a while sometimes before you get to that point, but you just got to stick with it. That's, yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Did you come up with my drinking? With the drinking yeah, um, or no? Artist-wise, <laughs> no. I can, I can pretty quickly come up with it. Just because, I don't know. I, I'm very interested to see how you propose this because uh, we had an argument that was uh, actually regarding our little girl, Ariana. Oh, boy. <laughs> based on something that was, ha- that was said on another podcast. <laughs> okay, let me paraphrase for, for the people. Um, so I had this opinion. I don't know if it's true or not. This is my opinion. Bottoms up to it, not being true. <laughs> um, that in Thank You Next, Ariana Grande sort of dialed back her lyrics um, from like Break Free or something like that, um, where she's not doing as many like high runs because she's performing live so much and she doesn't want to damage her vocal cords. Like, as we know, that's something that happens a lot to artists. It happened to Adele, happened to Mariah Carey. Even, I even think it happened to like Chris Martin of Coldplay. Like, it happens to a lot of people. 
because um, they just perform so much and it kills your voice. So here's the thing. Pause really quick. That comes from more than just performing too much. That also comes from performing incorrectly. Yes. So if you're not properly trained, then you you struggle. You know. Well, my yes. bartender is actually preparing. Oh my god! I wish he was bringing me some drink. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, you're absolutely right. It comes from singing incorrectly too, but. When you're an artist and you're performing these songs like every weekend, mm-hmm. like three times a week, whatever, the human body is not meant to do these sort of things. Yeah. So it takes a strain on that. So um, my opinion was that in Thank You Next, she purposefully dialed back her lyrics, like in terms of the crazy lyrical mm-hmm. runs and everything. But you think that I'm yeah. so bad shit crazy I or something. I don't like. think I know. Um, so, okay. So number one, (laughs) lyrical runs is number one. Uh, It could be phrased better. So lyrical run is not a run is usually, yeah, it's on lyrics, but it's not related to um, lyrics. You know what I mean? All right. Um, So yeah, you could run the hell out of the word of, (laughs) like, and you could run the hell out of. Well, Tori Kelly did a a run like so many runs. Yeah, exactly. In the live that was on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, But here's where I think. So there were yes, there were definitely some like like Thank You Next was definitely not a vocally challenging song, although some aspects of it were. So like background vocals and stuff, which Ariana Grande is very vocal about, like the fact that she does. She's in the studio doing those. if you listen to K Thinks By, um, which is like, I wouldn't say album of the year, but it's a contender. Um, her release of the um, live versions from her tour, which consisted um, of Think You Next and Sweetener Tour, every song she is singing her face off. And so it's not like she. <laughs> Like okay, so like she didn't you, take a step back. There's I mean, not if a you look at the thing, back. if you think it, if you, it's not okay. I wanna, I wanna make sure that this is clear. Like before you got, <laughs> I don't think that threats. she took a step back because she is not capable or talented. Mm-hmm. She took a step back because she wants to make her career last a long time, mm-hmm. and so she purposefully is like, okay, I have all of these songs that showcase my vocal ability from my past albums, but this album, I just wanna tone it down a little bit because i don't have to prove myself like yeah everybody knows that i can do it and i can still perform my past songs if i want to show my talent a little bit but like even just like looking at thank you next like the most vocally like intense songs is the word i the best word i could like come off the top of my head would probably be like in my head or like um imagine like most of the songs, she doesn't really go hot, very high. Mm-hmm. Um, she does the whistle tone in. Um, oh, I forgot what the song, what song she does the whistle tone in right now. But it's not "Thank You Next." So is I it? think that no, it's "Imagine." Here, Imagine she does the, the whistle tone. Yeah. Um, so number one, I don't think she ever had the intention of touring one album by itself. You know, so. Yeah. The fact that she, because they they were released very close to each other, she knew she would be performing both 
together, as yeah. well as performing all of her like greatest hits. Mm, so you think so, it's like an A and B sort of thing? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's very. It's like, like very much people are like when albums are released. It's like uh, there's side A, there's side B. You yeah. know, like of albums. So like there's the secondary um, tracks, and there's the tracks that like stand out. Yeah. Um, I think that was. She she was aware. Obviously, she was aware. She <laughs> recorded all of these things. But I think... I don't know. I disagree with that for the fact that this tour was not just that album. Yeah. It was the other album as well, which right, was right. So it, a it, lot it, of vocal right. feats, as well as... I. So I saw the show... I've seen that tour four times in total. The Sweetener tour. Um, yeah, so like her, yeah, how she like kind of morphed them. So I saw her at Coachella twice, um, and then I saw her in Vegas and in LA. She sings Dangerous Woman, she sings Tattooed Heart, she sings these ballads that are vocally challenging. Why would you sing those if you're trying to scale back, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I think she, she came with the heat. The sweetener was the the vocal craziness, and the thank you. Yeah, next thank you. Was next was the... just kind of like a genre shift, right? Right. Um, yeah, she's been consistently advanced vocal since she came out. Um, the only thing that she that has like not improved, like her vocals have improved definitely, but like that hair is co- finally becoming healthy. <laughs> she can start to not keep it in that ponytail, <laughs> um, and we're excited to see it. You know. <laughs> Personal growth. Um, but I also, she, so <laughs> I work in events. So her apartment in New York City is right next to a very large event space in um, New York, in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And so obviously I'm a fan. I watch her Insta stories. And I was doing my event, one of the events in New York. And I'm not going to say it. So she's gonna yeah, like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, but. I'm like watching, I had like recorded something because there's an Italian restaurant like right next to it. And I had recorded like the shot of the street and she posted a story, which was like a couple stories up from like what my shot of the street was. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, <laughs> She's watching your story. And the rest of that she story was her stuff. at home. And I was like, <laughs> does she live right here? <laughs> and so I like yeah. ran to my boss who is the vp of my company who is also a huge Ariana fan and i'm like look at this and she's like i'm busy and i'm like no look at this and we're like holy shit she's here obviously it's like doormen so we can be like what's up girl but i was like she is a thousand feet from me right now like we're looking at the same lights like um but yeah she she is she's a vocalist She's not the vocalist. And that's on what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have nothing to say. I mean, period. Um, period. But, period. No, she, yeah, she's, she's great. I sent over, like, I'm a big Jesse J fan. I love Jasmine Sullivan, Fantasia. Like, these are all, like, vocalists of our generation. And, like, Ariana is great. But, like, I don't know. In my eye, she doesn't have the. Um, She's great. <laughs> Do you think that it only has to be vocals to make an artist or it's no. the whole package? No, it can be more than that because people have proven it's more than that. Selena Gomez, Halsey, mm. 
all of the, these people have proven that it's more than just vocals and that's fine. And that is absolutely fine. Right. But some of us will, some people like to like, I can't go to circuit parties. Number one, because I'm not, I don't have six pack, but, <laughs> but also because that music fucking sucks. Yeah. And some people find that music like <laughs> great. No, and, the music party at circuit parties is not. Yeah. Iconic. And to me, that's delusion. <laughs> But some right. people see that, and some people see Selena Gomez as talent. And right. here's the thing: there's a great team behind her, and she releases some good songs. Believe me, she—I mean, she's one of the top artists for a reason. I don't think anyone other than possibly her fans, who are, I'll say, delusional, um, and will make excuses <laughs> on every um, at every chance. Uh, she's not a vocalist; she's an artist. Not a vocalist. Right. If we're gonna um, juxtapose vocalists, she she's not even no. It's like Joe versus Pro. Right. Like she's very um, swap me, and they're very like right. Newman Marcus. I, I get what you. I get what okay. You mean. Am I am I good? <laughs> like, You're yeah. good. I get <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. What you mean? Um, okay. I want to play a song that you sent me by Matthew V. It's um, <laughs> so Matthew V. You showed me Matthew V. I'm really yeah. glad that you did because I really like him. Um, he just released a new single called Missing Me. I mean, he released a new music video as well. Yeah. Um, and honestly, he is an amazing. I think he has amazing vocals. Yeah. So without a doubt. So I love Matthew V. He's my Canadian prince. He lives in Canada. His um, fan base, he calls them the rats. They're the all rats. rats. Yeah, yeah he's, so it's, that on his Instagram. he's very connected. Yeah, <laughs> he posts like rat memes, yeah, like literal does. photos of rats. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so funny. But he's a vocalist. And once again, this is, this is um, an example of how I sent Andy a link to the acoustic version that someone like recorded at his concert. To me, that, I don't know, it's just, it's more stripped down, I connect to it more. And if you listen to the song, the song itself is a little more upbeat. And this is, this stripped version is really, um, it's really something. He's a vocalist, for sure. I want to play it, because I really like I'm going to take the shot as you go. (laughs) To Matthew V. (laughs) To Matthew V. Still see the glimmer that hope 
miss your car, miss your street, I miss your couch, miss your mouth, I am missing me, miss your breath on my neck, like a breeze, I even miss all of that, I am missing me, oh, I am missing me. I am this Oh, 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 oh. Mm -hmm. Cause I miss you in the middle of the street, but we always used to stop to me. I miss you in the middle of the meal that your mama used to cook for me. Hey, man, it's true, but I still wish I knew. I am this No, no, no. I miss your hands, miss your car. Miss your street, I miss your couch, miss your mouth, I am missing me, miss your breath on my neck, like a breeze, I even miss all our fights, I am missing me, yeah, oh, no, I am missing me, miss your breath on my neck, like a breeze, I even miss all our fights, I am missing me. I am missing me, miss your breath on my neck like a breeze. I even miss all our fights. I am missing me. That was amazing. Matthew V is phenomenal. So here's the thing. So I discovered him through like mutual friends. <clears throat> he was this Canadian artist. He'd already released an album. He and the album was good. Like it was like like people release albums and it's like it's good, but like he released album and it's like it's good. Like yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. okay. Like yeah, yeah. and I will say this till the day I die. I have many friends that are in music, and I love so many of what like so many things of what they're putting out. Aaron and Cenas, Vincent, they're all phenomenal. Right. Matthew V is at a level of consistency with every single track. Not that the others are not, but it's like, I don't know. Like his team and himself get it. They just get it. Mm -hmm. Everything is it. Like I truly, when I met him, it was, I, I like raved about him. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Cause like, when I meet through people through like connections or like, okay, well, yeah, like your opinion means a lot, like blah, blah, blah. Cause like, right. Oh, well you're, you're, you value this person, blah, blah. Right. But like we've hung out like in Beverly Hills, like just like walking like Rodeo, blah, blah, blah. Like he is an amazing person, an amazing artist and an amazing vocalist. Like his vocals are insane, but also artist wise, like production the production value, the lyrics, all, everything, it's so good. Yeah. And no, he, I'm he obsessed. It, it stands out. And the music video, the, the, so Missing Me is a track Matthew V did with Joycelyn Alice. Mm -hmm. And you have to go watch the music video. And she's great as well. She's great. She's great. Like, really good. You have to go watch the music video because I love the music video that they yeah. did. They do this, like, really cool effect where they do, like, um, it's, like, from both of... It's from Matthew's perspective and... Perspectives, yeah, yeah. Jocelyn's perspective at the same time. It's, like, a split-screen thing. And it's, like, these two couples that 
um, they're going through their life together and they're like missing being a couple yeah. together. Um, and like one is red and one is blue. And it's just like, it's a really, really cool music video. It's really well done. Um, so you, you got to go check it out. Missing Me by Matthew. And Matthew V's whole discography is literally like I Bible serve this. And I'm very, as you've seen through this podcast, Blunt, he literally just kills it like every. He covers a Mariah Carey song. Oh my God. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> um, Always Be My Baby is yeah, so good. His, like his performance. It's his own. His cover of Always Be My Baby Oof. is exactly what you were saying earlier, where that's an example of an artist making it their own. Their own. And I think yeah. it's super iconic because he is like the biggest male, like, male version of that song. Yeah. Right? It's his most streamed song. Yeah. It's iconic. If you listen to and his, you, you you'll get to why. Yeah, if you listen if to you it, you'll listen be like, to Matthew oh, that's cover of yeah. Always Be My Baby, you'll be like, oh my God, I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. Because it's that iconic. So it's um, so good. Like, yeah. I, and that's the thing. Like, so I like, I don't get starstruck, especially like with friends, obviously. But like, when it comes to like friends, like, like when I was with Matthew, like, the hype is necessary. Like I was hyping over the whole, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, they're my friend, but they're also like, like I need to let you know that like if you're doing it right, you're doing it right. No, like, you're doing it right. Like you, you got to get the props. Like, and other people that are doing that, Vincent. Vincent is killing it. No, he is honestly. Vincent like, has had consistent releases that are thought out and thorough, and it is great. Okay, like he just released his first EP, and it's, and it's honestly already iconic. World. It's all, Vincent's first EP is already iconic. His first performance at the Troubadour, I wish I was there, but I saw videos because like it feels like every single person was there in the world, and I watched it remotely, yeah. and it was iconic. And even like the live uh, Instagram live performances he's been doing, he did like "Stop This Train" by he did a cover of like mm -hmm. "Stop This Train" by John Mayer, that was amazing. Um, Vincent is going to, yeah, he's going to stand out. Definitely. That's the thing I've, I've, and we're not name dropping, but like, I guess we are. We're like, just talking about like, artists yeah, that we we're love. We're talking about friends, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like, I've known Vincent for a couple of years, like when he was performing at W Hollywood and like, he's really, I don't say come so far because he's always been like, he's been sick. Like he's always been a singer. Right. But, like, he's really, like, found himself. And right. in his releases, like, there's not a release that has been released that is not out of this world. Like, it's right. stellar. Like, right. oh, my God. Like, I have all of those saved to playlists. Like, he's he's it, so it, good. It, I was looking at uh, Whitney Houston's debut EP. Mm -hmm. um, and it reminded, it reminded me of a lot of that. I yeah. know that's saying a lot, but like when I go back and I I was looking at that album the other day and I was looking at the songs because like Whitney Houston's debut had like a bunch of hits on it. Yeah, it was her course. first EP and like Vincent's uh, Please Don't Fall in Love and Save Oh, one of myself. my literally like, my favorite songs. Those are Please fucking don't fall hits. Hits, no. it hits. But, like honestly, like they all hit, but they all hit. Oh. But those two hit you hard and it's like uh, like I remember when I first listened to Lizzo's Coconut Oil, her EP, and when I first showed it, one of my friends showed it to me. This was like a year or two before she like broke out, and I was like, "She is gonna explode!" And he's like, "I know, like she's amazing, like she's whatever." Yeah. And it's like I get the same feeling from uh, this EP. So 
Oh yeah, no, I mean that's the that's the thing. So like, believe me, I have friends. Like, here's the thing: I'm an extrovert. I'm also very, very honest. My friends are very aware of the fact that I will. Yeah, she'll tell you the truth. Um, Blunt because I don't think I don't think participation (laughs) ribbons get you somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, like and and it's fine. I think support gets you places. Yeah, but I think there needs to be a level of like realism. Well, because this is the thing. A lot of times what happens is there is kindness, like, like there's like moral virtue disguised as like kindness. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, what do you think of this? Oh, you were great. And it was you actually shit. Killed that. Right? Yeah. But it's like, oh, I just want to be nice. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's the like, n- the good thing to do. I'm a yeah. good person if I do that. It's like, So no, I don't do that. I'm not a good person. No, I don't do that. Yeah. No, it's like, you are not a good person. You're a good person in the short term, but in the long term, you're the causing long, yeah. more damage because you're making them think that they're like really yeah. amazing or there's something that they're not where it's like, if you just like had the courage to give them real honest feedback in like a, in like a kind and loving way, then you would help them a lot more. Then verse then versus just saying like, Oh yeah, you were amazing. Like you were great. Like whatever. Yeah. Like, like I think what <laughs> I think if you were to family feud, all of my friends, <laughs> I think what they would a hundred percent agree with is that I, I teach through tough love. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat. I can speak from personal experience <laughs> there, folks. I'm right. not going to sugarcoat it because what does that do you? You know, like it doesn't right. do you, it, it doesn't benefit you. Right. If I can give you constru- constructive, that's a, that's that is the yes. The differentiation. It has to be constructive. You can shit on someone, and yeah, okay, great. They'll get discouraged, but if you can provide, like, um. Mm-hmm. Just like constructive criticism, then they'll be able to grow. And even if it's not growing based on what your constructive criticism was, what you provided was constructive. It, You're it, not shitting on that. Right. It takes a certain level of like balance and wisdom to like say, okay, there is this potential here that you have, and I believe in you, and I know that you can like make it work if you keep at it. But these are the like, things that you need to work on. And these are the things that I know you can do better. And a lot of the times I feel like people end at like either one of the opposite of that spectrum, either they're like too supportive or like, Oh, everything's amazing. Everything's sunshine and rainbows. You can never do anything wrong. Here's your participation ribbon. Apply to Starbucks. Right. (laughs) Like, and then there's the other end of the spectrum. Like everything sucks. You're shit. You'll never amount to anything. Like go fucking, stop quit your dream whatever and so there's like a balance between those things so yeah like yeah i think you're right like yeah so um honestly like i think that this has been amazing and i'm getting i like i have to pee again and and so i think take a break i'm gonna talk to them because i haven't taken my shot (laughs) you haven't taken your shot yet okay i did but i've got another one my bartender's keeping me ready shot please Okay. It's empty. <laughs> no, I didn't. I drank it. They have me on candid camera and I drank it. Um, go to the bathroom. We're gonna I'm gonna lead it. Because this is the Dominic Lou show. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Go to the bathroom. Good. Okay. Andy, we won't we'll miss you. Right, we'll, 
I don't know. I've never done the show without just me before. Should we do this? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> You're doing the show with you as a guest. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. She's you really nervous. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually I've nervous. Got it. I I've cannot got it. condone anything that happens for the next five minutes or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I just got my shot too. So <laughs> here we go. Okay. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> I can't do this for too long. Um. So now it's the Dominic Lou show. <laughs> no, but um. I'm a friend. I'm a supportive friend. I am so excited that he is doing this. And he is an extrovert. And if I were to know one, it's me. Um, but he has a passion for like listening to people and um, I guess exploring what has caused you to like think in this way and stuff. And he's very analytical. and. I think when he talked to me about like starting the show, it was, it just made sense. Um, he, he cares. He, he, he listens and he, he wants to know more. Like he's, he's eager to know more. And I think, and I've listened to all of these, obviously I'm a friend. I have to, even if I don't want to some of them. Um, but, he he cares about each person he has on the show and he he wants to nurture and like foster that and really just understand the like viewpoint of your take on that and what your approach was to that and whatever because there's there's things to learn from all of these things um and i think it's admirable uh i think my opinion's worth more than anyone that else has been on the show <laughs> um, but and that's on taste, but what about it? Um, but yeah, um, I'm glad you guys are here listening to this podcast and the show. And I'm glad that I can say that I have a fan base, <laughs> even if you're for him or if he's tagging you off his uh, LinkedIn. Um, but we'll pretend it's me. And he's back now. And. Okay, what, what have you that? guys been talking about? That's on period. Thank okay. you, ladies. Oh. <laughs> we were just talking about like your taste in music. No, you'll I, listen I back. I know, I know you edit this before you post it, so maybe uh, a cis will tear up. No, maybe it's completely live offended. and raw. And maybe I'll get blocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fine. It's whatever. How is the restroom? It was great. It was a fun great. experience. Productive. Yeah. Very productive. <laughs> Very productive. Okay, great. So you haven't asked me about it. So I'm wearing um, a JoJo um, yes. jersey. Mad <laughs> this love. is actually so a call for people out. that so are listening. I love her. Go for ahead. people that are listening, he's wearing a black uh, sports jersey that says "Mad Love" on it. And and then hold on, I'm gonna just <laughs> a little slap. Oh my god! Uh, it says JoJo. <laughs> I don't know. It says JoJo on the back shoulder. <laughs> On, like, the back of the jersey. <laughs> it's just my entire <laughs> asshole. Um, I wore this... Okay, so here's the thing. I was thinking of, like, oh, what can I wear? So, like, I'm friends with musicians. I have their merch, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm scrolling. I'm going through my outfits. I have my shirts very meticulously uh, folded. As we do. Yeah, as we do. Yeah, you know. Um, and I saw this and I was like, oh, shit, hell yeah. I literally bought this at her concert which I blacked out at 
<laughs> Let's prep for the end of the show. Um, <laughs> as we and, do. <laughs> as we do. And I have not worn it because she's been struggling with some weight issues, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's a jersey, so it's, like, matched like I can see you. Right, right. And, it's a cool jersey. It's um, a really cool jersey. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And also, one of our other friends, Anthony, is a JoJo stand through and through, as he should be, as everyone should be. And so I was like, oh, my God, homage, let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah, taste, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. It's like Pulsy short, trash, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have to disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. I actually really, I need a Halsey shirt. Now you reminded me I need a Halsey yeah. shirt. Just I, dig in your trash. You got like an empty, like <laughs> tortilla wrapper. Halsey is going to come for you. Oh, I know. I'm going to get like a cease and desist from her like PR team. Like, and that's on right period. <laughs> you better be careful. I know. I know. She's a show up in my house. Knock, knock. Hey, oh my God, stop. <laughs> What have you even been Although, doing? here's the thing. Favorite clip of her, and I think this is why I don't like her, is I think if you're a Halsey stan, you know this video. She's, like, singing in a mall, like, outside of, like, Hot Topic or, like, Hollister. And it is, I swear, call it good. It's not good, baby girl. I think I, she's I better than where one. she was, but it's one. not good. And I just, it started there, and I think... I, I can, without a doubt, say there's a bias. She could right. release a song, probably sound like Mariah Carey, even though impossible. She could never. Um, and I could be no, like... No uh, one is comparing Halsey. Halsey to Mariah Carey. No, I know. No I said, but, <laughs> Like, no one is doing that. But I'm saying, like, yeah, I, I, we love a vocalist, and um, she doesn't meet the qualifications. Um, okay. I feel like people are sick of listening like, to us argue like, about Halsey. Okay. <laughs> like, but is there a I comment talk- section in this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get the comments. Don't worry. <laughs> but like, I'm worried. Uh, like, so I want to talk about a beer. Ooh. So, um, not a beer that I'm about to take. Can I have a um, uh, uh, Mike's hard? <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> we're talking a beer. I want to like a beer. You know what I mean? It's this bitch has bartenders much. at his place in yeah. his quarantine. I have two. I have a, a bartender and um, a barback. <laughs> he was he was too ugly to make bartender. <laughs> I, who oh am my I god! About? Get who out. am I talking about? I have not satisfied. Um. Okay. Well, he gets his. And that's on what? <laughs> Period. Um, Mike's hard. Sponsor this. No. Um. Okay. So a beer. So a beer. I had never heard of a beer before. This is like eight months ago, roughly. Um. And so I meet Dom. We become friends. Whatever. Like. And he's like, a beer is one of my favorite artists. Um. And he shows me a bunch of songs by beer, and I fall in love because on she's like iconic. Um. So. How did you... She Actually, one of her songs ended up on one of my playlists. Oh, um, which one? <laughs> so the Insert Music to Play playlist. Um, it's... So I have, I have like a few playlists out right now, but I don't, I don't yeah. want to talk to myself because that's... No, made. let's talk about it because we've got more playlists coming, correct? Yes, we do. We do. But I don't, let's I don't talk like, about it. I don't, um, I don't like talking about myself, but like... Okay, so I'll talk about myself. So I will be... Um, <laughs> curating um a playlist or two right 
because I have exceptional taste um, on Insert Your Music to Play. We will be collaborating, and I'll be bringing a different perspective, a fresher perspective. Yes. Not fresher, not fresher, but um, a fresher perspective. <laughs> so, Insert um, Music to Play was the first playlist I ever made. It's basically a list of about 27 tracks. They're all kind of like pop alternative tracks. Um, we've got like We've got Soulmate by Lizzo. We've got Bang Bang by Ari and Jesse J. We've got Motivation by Normani. We've got Katy Perry. We've got Rihanna. We've got um, Haim, Kim Petras, Alicia Keys, Billie Eilish, Galantis. Like, we've got a bunch of things. And it's basically yeah. like a journey through, like, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, I wanted to tell the story of modern love in like a bunch of like pop songs. And so yeah. it's about those up and downs and shit like that. So, um, one of the songs off of this track, um, I added it's my from, girls. Yeah. So, but I want Dom to um, make a playlist as well. And I want to collaborate <laughs> with the playlist. So that's, that's sort of what he was talking about. So. Yeah. Um, but a beer. So <laughs> a beer. <laughs> it's funny because. Finest like, Hour by a beer. Yeah, so that is a Cash Cash song, which I'm sure a lot of you will know because it was a top 40, top 10 yeah. song. Um, yeah. Finest Hour featuring a beer by Cash Cash was a hit. Yes. So, um, I am the definition of Stan, but there's a for sure bias. So, I met a beer through my profession of events. Um, I worked with an executive at Intel who previously worked at HP. HP had a campaign that sponsored um, studios, empowering them. So HP powered music studios. And so that was their play in kind of combating Apple and how Apple is and still is kind of the behemoth within music production. Um, so they reached out to uh, a beer's manager who I'm friends with, Frank Kendler of Blast Off Productions. We're going to give some shout outs here because they deserve it. Mic drop. Um, yeah, I name know. Drop. Um, name drop, but also shout out. Um, Blast Off Productions. Um, and she approached their studio about a partnership. And Frank of course, being the business person that he is, as you always should, had people lined up to perform to really showcase like what he was doing within the studio. A beer stepped into the studio and blew my client's mind. My future client's mind. I was not even, I was a sperm. No, <laughs> not that old, but... Um, Weren't we all sperm? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, a beer was working with Frank and... She was working on Finding Yourself at the time, but the vocals are on point. She's like a mix of like a Dua Lipa with Alessia Cara with someone that's a little more of a, like a belty mix. And she really leans into her Moroccan heritage. So Abir is from Morocco. Um, she grew up in West Virginia or Virginia. One of them. Is there two? There's two. Um, <laughs> cheers. Um, <laughs> And she has really like leaned in. So as as long as I've known her, she's lived in New York. 
I lived in LA and we would hire her for events because that client who worked at Intel as opposed to HP now would hire her knowing that she was quality and could provide either a theme song to a conference or provide cover, like jazzy covers right. of pop songs. Right, right. So there was an event that was in Brooklyn at the Navy Yard, and <laughs> I had had um, Italian catered. So through that Italian Good catering, choice, Italian. I know we love we love <laughs> Italian. I believe me. I I was a coordinator coordinator at this role, so a lot of it was. I wish she was really trying to reach a span of I an mean, audience. I'm Italian, so whenever and Italian we food is thought, on the table, yeah, like, manja, um, manja, manja, exactly. <laughs> I, for some reason, I ordered cannolis for like the team, but they came as mini cannolis. No, no, we can't. Which have, I really wasn't those. complaining about that. <laughs> so a beer and I, and I was a coordinator. Like she, like we were talking, but it was like she's like, it was very much. I mean, how it usually goes. Like you're, you're kind of the help. Like I was very much the help. We right. ate like a <laughs> hundred mini cannolis between the two of us. <laughs> Um, hey, and then she, like, will get you. You got to be careful. They they got us. <laughs> they got us. Look, they got us. Um, no, she's snatched. But um, our friendship kind of spawned from that experience. So then I hired her. I was managing an event in New York for Intel's first in um, internal conference, and my client was like, "Hire a beer to do the um, entertainment." So it's this really stripped down version and she's kind of nervous because this is like her first, like, it's like a big deal. And so I'm like sitting with her in the green room and we're just talking. I'm her age. We're the same age and we're just connecting. And like, I guess that's where like our friendship really like was concrete. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, so. And I have stood by her So, no, so I was going to say um, Mint, one of my favorite songs off of Mint, besides the acoustic version of Finest Hour. Finest Hour, which is a hit. Which is a hit, <laughs> is Tango. Oh, I love Tango, yes. I, really I love, love every song, but yeah, I Mint was phenomenal. So, in being her friend and also being like, like, I've I've never let go of... I am her friend, but I'm also her stan. Like, I oh, yeah. stan her as hard as I stan JoJo, as hard as I stan Tori Kelly, and, like, like Finest Hour, I, the amount of times I've heard that, my Spotify, when it gives me year under views, is like, girl, really? Like, well, you figure need it out. To, you need to support your friends more than anybody. That, and also, the song doesn't get old, because there is that personal connection. Like, I mentioned with Nikki earlier, like, certain songs just have, like, a... Almost like a, yeah, it's like, it's like bulletproof of like this, like getting old, like it doesn't get old. It's, it's got the connection and with her, all of her songs have that, but, Mm. um, that album. So luckily I was working in events and so I would hire her for events and, um, her tour, she, she went on tour with Kiara who sings like gold. I don't know if she's released anything recently, but she, she had some hits, and so a beer was opening for her, and she was right around the time of my birthday, was in Phoenix, 
Oakland, LA, or like, or not Oakland, uh, um, one of the cities south of San, LA that south you of don't LA, San be Diego, in. nope, Orange um, County, <laughs> nope, I don't know, not Oakland, doesn't yeah. matter, but yeah, okay, okay, um, and so I went to like, so basically, I met her in Phoenix, um, I went to her show. We then like road tripped to the next like locations and it was like phenomenal. And like I was there and I was supporting my friend and my friend was like thriving and it was like so exciting on so many aspects of things. And like vocally it was there production wise. It was there. It was just there. You know what I mean? Like bias even aside, whether I can say that or not, like it was there. Yeah. I have recordings I posted. Yeah. People thought you're real. You're real. So like I had taken time off to go on this journey that people thought that I'd become her manager. <laughs> like I had people messaging me going, are you doing talent management now? And I'm like, no, honestly, I'm not so sure you're not representing her right now as her manager. Honestly, I almost wore her shirt. <laughs> I decided to wear Jojo, but, um, yeah, like I, I don't know. She, she's killing it. And she like, yeah. that's the thing. Like I'll, I'll text her. She'll post a video or a clip or whatever, like playingly, like on her social and it'll be sick. And I'll text her. And I'll comment and like, like a fun game we used to play is <laughs> I'm very witty and like I'll, I'll post like, um, edgy and very <laughs> funny comments. So she would post comments or she would post photos and like things like that. And I would post like super funny comments. Um, and that kind of just, I think that like kind of like concreted our relationship is like, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I, that's, yeah, that's boo. Like, there's Shoshana Bean, who, honestly, no one can touch, like, right. Jesus could reincarnate tomorrow, <laughs> and I'd be like, kiss her feet, kiss her feet. I don't um, know, Jesus can turn water into wine, are you sure about that? She's drinking beer. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, Shoshana Bean is my number one. Yeah. Beer is my number one, and she is one of my good friends, like... I was on, so like I said, I was on tour, I went on tour with her while she was on PR's tour, and also while she was on Jess Glynn's tour, and she brought me out in West Hollywood to Employees Only, and so there's a lyric in, I know, I do as well, Um, but there's a lyric within Finest Hour, and it's Mezcal. Mm. Mezcal tequila is her and I's, like, shit. It is our shit. Mezcal tequila, like, a lot of people, they're like, uh, mezcal, like, blah, 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 or, like, if it's not as smoky. I thrive, and she thrives on if that mezcal is smoky. Like, I want to lick the inside of, like, a barbecue pit. You know what I mean? Like, it, I want it to be smoke. Whoa. Smoke city. So, we went out, oh, I think it was my 24th birthday. It was my 24th birthday. And, and we went to employees only. And it was, like, a Tuesday. Like, it was, like, yeah, you know when your birthday lands on, like, the yeah. shit day, and you're like, yeah. fuck this. But I had been on tour with her. And so I showered. We were, like, staying at the same Airbnb um, in L.A. And I showered. And when I got out of the shower, she's like, are you ready? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, for bed? Because she, like, also, Laneige, like, sponsors her right. and shit. And... So she, like, gave me all this little shit. So I'm like, oh, like, am I ready to, like, face mask and let's, like, spot out, yeah. like, a total faggot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. She's like, no, 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 put clothes on. We're going out. So she had found employees only because it was, like, the closest to our 
Airbnb. Right. And we're there. We're, like, drinking. It's fine. It's fun. And I go to the bathroom, and I come back, and there's shots of mezcal for the entire bar. Oh, damn. And... (laughs) We all do the shot of mezcal, which I didn't know was mezcal at first, but it was great. But like when you don't know it's mezcal, it really hits you. And so we start there and we tour West Hollywood because she had never been. And you showed a beer West Hollywood? Yeah. In every bar that we went to, I hope you know damn well that I walked up to the minutes ago. Hi, do you know uh, Finest Hour by Cash Cash? Can you play it? Did they and play it? A majority of them did. <laughs> and so I have videos of us drunk as fuck, <laughs> which are a lot of our videos. So, like, I hired her for one event in San Francisco and I bought those mini, like, um, Patron shots. And so, like, she was on stage performing. And as soon as she walked off, I have a video of her, like, walking off and I hand her the Patron shot and she just slams it back. <laughs> she's a ride or die. But. She's in a those, really, in she's these a really videos good artist. LA, she's a really good artist. Like, out of this world. In the videos in LA, there's like, you can see the progression of us getting drunk. And there's one where we're at the Abbey, which is like usually your ending point. Um, and we are singing along to a song, and both of us are, are trained. We are not tone deaf, and we are nowhere near pitch. Like, we're so drunk that how, we're singing along to this song. How can you be in that environment? In that environment, apparently none, because, bitch, we are off. She even catches herself singing to my camera, because I'm like, ah! And she's like, no, 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 <laughs> like, you no, see no, her, like, no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. hold on. Um, but, yeah, Abir is one of my very close friends, and she is, yeah, I think she's great, and I love that, and like I m- mentioned with Tori Kelly, like, she leans into what she believes in. Tori Kelly commercially would probably be more successful if she didn't lean into right. her Christian beliefs, right. but she does. She released an album that was a gospel album. That's, cool. that's what she loves. That's what she believes in. That's and you. do that. You have your platform. You do with, you have do what, to be yeah, your most like, authentic self and you have and a, to get good at communicating your most authentic self to the people around you. Yeah. And a beer, I, I think Abir has done that. So like right. Young and Rude, which I sent you the video for Young and Rude. She, there's um backing track to that. That is very much, very like Moroccan um, inspired. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in certain climates, claiming that you're even Middle Eastern is hurtful to your career. You know what right. I mean? Like that will limit yourself. But she is just so, like, and as you should be, like, don't be discouraged by who and what you are. Like, right. you you yeah, are you. And, yeah. And, and it's, this is Young and Rude. And yeah, so Young and Rude, um, she filmed at a very famous location in Palmdale, uh, California. And I drove, like, two hours, like, right after work. And I was so excited. And it was just so cool. Like, seeing the behind the scenes it was my first behind the scenes but also just like really being there for her so like i mean when you're at that level it uh, i'm sure it helps i didn't get uh, a confirmation from her but I, she invited me and i'm sure that was as a part of like a support being there and being there was super cool to experience and also the set that they use is utilized in a lot of different videos and I don't know. It was really cool. Like there are times that like there are some of her outfits are like insane and she was walking in dirt and like her heels are like crazy. And like 
they <laughs> would like piggyback her from like the video set to like the actual wooden floor so that her heels wouldn't like sink into this desert dirt. Um, but yeah, Young and Rude, such a sick video. Um, all of her. Okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. Very young. biased. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna play Young and Rude. Here we go. Woke up in an empty apartment. Another night I fell asleep in my shoes. It's getting old cause now I do it too often. I'm losing my focus. I'm losing my cool. I'm tired of making up the same excuses. Trying to act like everything's okay. I'm sending text after text about the shit I regret. Trying to clean up my mess. And my head's throbbing. Can't stop it. I'm falling down. Here I So you hear that last intro though was very much um oh I got another shot. Do you have a shot ready? <laughs> last one. Yeah, Let's of do course. The last one. I'm responsible. It's Saturday um, night, okay? Saturday, Saturday night, night in Don't quarantine. drive to your bedroom. Don't drive to your bedroom from here. I just have to pee, so an outro right. would be sexing. But okay. um but you hear in a beer's music there's that there is that Moroccan influence that yes, uh, uh, mm-hmm. like it's so uh, it's so she's so true to herself, yeah. um, and I love that because like really thinking about political climate of when she like was releasing music like there was still that kind of almost bigotry and I mean lean into it <laughs> make them uncomfortable Make, like yeah Do if it. you Rock don't it. like what 
why why cater to these people that are bigots? You know, like why no. cater to this closed mindedness? Like you no. gotta you gotta own yourself and be confident with yourself yeah. and persuade people about who you are, and then yeah. they fall in love with you, and that's how trends are set. Yeah, exactly. All and right, so let's, a beer is that girl. A beer let's is that girl. Shot. Let's take a shot. Um, I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's let's end it with a shot. End it. Oh, is this over? <laughs> I'm getting kind of tired. Are you booted? I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah. Yeah. We'll pretend it's midnight. <laughs> the midnight? We'll pretend it is for you. <laughs> okay, right, cheers. cheers. Cheers out there, everyone in quarantine. Yes. All right. It wasn't a shot of mezcal, but. Yeah, it wasn't. My roommate made it like a little bitch. <laughs> but well, it's fine. You're lucky to have. He's holding a bag of cheese and taking a photo <laughs> of my shot glass. So, honestly, what's going on here? I think it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky. You're lucky to have a roommate to be a bar back for you. So. Yeah. No, I know. Who's been making your drink? Me, bitch. I'm a self-sufficient bitch. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Oh. Cool. Um. But I really enjoyed talking in. Um, on this podcast and sharing my views and viewpoints and um, I can tell you guys that I'll probably be back soon (laughs) Andy is one of my best friends as well as um, I let him know that my opinion is important and so if I can convince him to let me on another show (laughs) we'll see if I can get back on I feel like like all creeping my way on (laughs) I feel like all of the normal rules for social discourse in the quarantine are completely broken because we're all like crazy and trying to figure out all this shit yeah but I had a really great time talking with you and I'm super glad that you're one of my best friends and that I have you here to talk about music um so Honestly, everybody out there that's listening, I hope you enjoyed and you have a great night and you stay yeah. sane in this quarantine. I think music is one of the most powerful forces of the human condition and it will yeah. be able to get us through anything and everything that we face as a culture and a people and a race. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't have social media really to follow because I'm super <laughs> busy with work and stuff. But like... um Usually it's the bitch Dominic. Do you have a, do you have a Discord? I or, do or? have a Discord, <laughs> but for work because I work for a gaming company. <laughs> I'm not going to give you my Discord. You, I knew you deleted your Instagram and everything. We're, we're no, my a, Instagram is still activated because okay. I had to for work the other okay. day because I just searched something. But um, it is the bitch Dominic. Uh, no, actually, it's the sarcastic Dom. The sarcastic. I had to Dom. change it because I was like applying to jobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on Twitter, it is the bitch Dom, and my taste is exceptional, um, as I've proven. <laughs> so hopefully, your guys' taste will meet that and exceed right. that someday. All right. And on that note, I'll see was, you guys soon. We'll see Dom soon. I know we will. But yeah. he is a great guy. He is super talented and one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. And he loves music and he is passionate about music and he feels the same way I do about music. So if you liked what you heard today, then please reach out to him. And I hope you guys have a great night and you stay safe yeah. and you stay safe, distance, stay healthy and stay healthy. six feet, six feet. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye guys.